Hey, this is JR. Um, this is not a special episode. This is something that's just been going on that I need to address real quick. And this is going to be on the, our show called West Virginia and Commonplace Presents a Collection. This episode is entitled The Business. Now, I've been podcasting for since 2018. And this was before any of that pandemic stuff swept through and all that stuff. And I started out on Anchor. And I was with Anchor before Anchor was bought by Spotify. Or no, maybe it was a little bit earlier than it's like 2017. I'm sorry. So I was with Anchor. And I've been dealing with Spotify and Anchor over receiving money for my show for a long time. And this is how it happens if you're not a podcaster. This is what, what goes on. You develop your show. Your show gets to a certain level of monetization. And, you know, your RSS feed goes out to all these podcatchers. And podcatchers are the apps that uh, handle your podcast, such as Pandora, iHeartRadio, blah, blah, blah. And I am a 100% an analytical person. I look at the stats that I get from every pod chaser or app, whatever you want to call it. I go in and look at their actual analytics that they get, that they provide me. And I compare it to what I've gotten from Anchor and Spotify. And over this whole time, my numbers have always been inaccurate. And you can even go look at Spotify for podcasters right now on your phone to your computer and there's discrepancies in numbers. So me, myself, earlier this year, I did a um, a little, I guess what you want to call whistleblowing on good pods because good pods... Um, has a flawed system. And I have been an advocate for so long for Spotify that I have to actually say that I was wrong in one thing. So I'm going to apologize to every podcaster in the world when I say this. It doesn't matter what you're using or where you are with what you're doing in podcast hosting. There's going to be flaws with everything. And I gave very high praise to Spotify for podcasters because I've been making money with them. And all this other business. But here's the real business. It's a free um, podcasting host. Which as of today. As of July. Whatever it is. July 10th whatever. I'm recognizing. That I made a truly big big mistake. In advocating. And pushing. Spotify for podcasters. This show right here is on Acast. Earlier this year, Stacy's show was on Asha, and Asha was a pretty good service, but there were some promises made that didn't work out. So my stance is now, and I, and I understand it's a whole lot better why people pay to have their podcast hosted somewhere or they take it somewhere that, that is providing complete analytics. First off, let me give you the first flaw here. Spotify does not allow anything to go on your prefix. So there's no way for Podchaser or even Chartable or anything to account for your actual downloads. Your actual share of where your podcast is being played the most at is completely inaccurate on Spotify for podcasters. Because you can take your time and go through the major... Pod chasers, even go like Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple. I'm not going to say Google because Google ain't shit. Um, 
but you can go through all these sources and you can look at your numbers and compare them to what they're showing you that, that comes back from your RSS feed. Cause it's a pretty simple formula for the RSS feed. If you want to know more about that, go check out uh, someone that talks about it early on, like Dave Jackson or somebody like that. Um, but you can look up how your RSS feed works and how a download, a stream, and all that stuff take place. I'm not here to discuss all that. But I'm here to point out the major things that I overlooked for a time because of compensation. And then I'm going to go into the story that has made this really heated for me. So it started back in 2020 when I hit my first 100 downloads. And this was the first time I ever noticed like something wasn't right. I had a hundred downloads. I had a hundred people listen to my show. So I was four shows in and then I had a hundred people listen. Well, when I went to Apple, Apple had a certain amount that listened there. There was like 10, 15 people that listened there. There were some on Spotify and then there, the rest of them were classified under other, under this, this thing. So that's when I, in my podcasting journey, started realizing that, Hey, I got to really see who's listening to my show. Where's it, where are they coming from? Cause this other, this unaccounted, uh, number that, uh, Spotify podcasters and anchors always leaving here left me a lot to question. Cause I'm like, why are so many people listening on this other, and I can't figure out who they are. And then I, another thing that's in there is that you can go look at the devices. And when I went and looked at my devices, even to this day, I push my show to people with Apple products. I push my show to people with Android products. Majority used to be Apple. But now I'm seeing more and more web browsers, which not to say that people don't listen to podcasts through web browsers. I'm not saying that because I hope you do because I have one on my website embedded. You know, people have embedded players. But even I was noticing that it was kind of weird that when I shifted from the cell phone analytics to what I was seeing on my computer, this isn't adding up. So going deeper and deeper into the matter, I contact Spotify. And here are the red flags that I overlooked for too long. Spotify does not have a 1-800 number or any type of number you can get to. All you can do is send them a relay via email and they respond to you in their own context. And the way that they... Uh, respond to you in that context is, is this, and it's real disheartening when you go to think about this. The message that they send back to you has no identification of Spotify or anything like that. It'll say podcast support, da 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 da, and some computer jargon on there, and they'll answer your question. Well, when you reply back to them, you may go a week or two out without ever knowing what was said. So from that point on, I was like, okay. So I got angry. We were starting to elevate our podcast and we started building up our SEO. We were doing everything that was taught to us inside podcasting. And so our show grew with, with organic growth and stuff like that. I had to get out here. I did the Snapchat methods that I teach. I did QR codes. I did everything and I, and I keep doing everything I can to push this product our podcast, all three of these shows, or mainly the others, the first two, Spares Under Review and West Virginia Commonplace, I pushed these across all social media. When I found out Threads was coming out for Instagram, I, I, I went and learned about Threads, got comfortable with Threads, moved on from that, and I developed ways that work for me. 
And everybody knows inside podcasting that nothing that one person does can be replicated, duplicated to be the same success for someone else. If it was like that, then all of us will be Joe Rogan. So that's one thing we need to cut out the the mix of all the social media or this podcasting guru crap. Just because one person does something does not mean that that's going to come back and be your future. So I said it. Let's put it to rest. Well, I got deeper and deeper into the business aspect of this. And, and I started realizing that I have some things like everybody else. Like I have some coaching techniques and different things like that that have worked for me. And certain things that um, when it comes to advertising and marketing should work for everyone. So as I elevated the podcast uh, this past year, which is uh, 2022, we're in 2023, 2022, I advanced further into circles of uh, the independent podcasters that colonize together to make profit, independent podcasters that make profit. I left the realm of the hobbyist podcasters and trying to appeal to them and other type of medium tier podcasters as myself that do things different. I, I decided that, I, that, you know, I have some things that I can use to help people. So I did this whistleblowing episode about good pods and good pods contacted me and got back in touch with me, talked to me about some things and they're doing things different over there. But since that is not a platform for me, after I did that one whistleblowing incident right there, I, I was kind of like, you know what? I'll leave it alone. Well, I've always given Spotify for podcasters or anchor a certain type of, this is why I, I do my show here for free, blah, blah, blah. Because if I was paying somebody, blah, blah, blah. Well, I should have been paying Podbean or one of these places to host my show, or I should have took my show to Acast like I did before. So let me go back in and tie back into the divisions. I came up with West Virginia and commonplace, the collection as an archival show to bring people over that don't want to dig through all 300 plus episodes to find the good ones or the ones that, that have been very good for us download wise. So we bring those out for them. Well, I left that over on ACAS with zero promotion. I put those shows out every Monday. I've said a little bit, they have an Instagram and that's it. I don't do any other type of promotion and it's been steady and it has been doing what I wanted to do because that was my first insertion into doing a true hobby podcast and not worrying about analytics, not worrying about making money with it, not looking to get sponsors. It was just a fun way of saying, Hey, we've done this podcast for a long time. Here's something for fans and here's something to bring new people in and time into the other show. So with that being said, ACAST has been a blessing for us. Now Spotify for podcasters on the end of spares under review has been really great. So when I started contacting Spotify about these, um, different things that were going on with my analytics, they decided to suspend my brand ambassador account. So I go in with them for the last two months and try to figure out why they did this. Lo and behold, they don't have any answers for me. So what went on is, uh, basically Spotify gave me this runaround and they were like, uh, blase, blase, blah. We have to 
we have to stop doing your brand support f- for whatever reasons right now because of me asking questions about analytics and, and just throwing up some red flags here. And I noticed other people had had problems earlier and I always asked them to facilitate it with documents, something that we, something tangible. And when this all went down and it took place and happened with me, I've been quiet about it. I've been talking to certain people about it, but the reason that I'm bringing this to air is because like always I had to go deeper and research more. So for instance, my favorite podcast that I listen to, um, I listen to common mystics, pod and save my marriage, too much game podcast, uh, eight more than 92, a slew of other podcasts. I could go on for days about podcasters. I had to say it, whatever. And I noticed when I was listening to these shows on Spotify, Spotify was inserting their own ads. And I went back and had someone do this for me. I, well, I actually had four people go back in and we started doing a little bit more tighter research on things. So Spotify was really, they make the money off the ads off of us and don't give, give us options to have that. Now, certain people, like they say in the jargon that they put out there that, they allow them to do this, this, and that. So I was like, okay, so why am I being suspended right now? So, you know, cause like I said, that, that ad bulletin or that ambassadorship brought in some very good money for me. And I do have sponsors for my show. So I don't have to sit here and act like I don't, but the thing is, is that that extra revenue that I'm pulling was pulling off the back of Spotify for free made me happy, made me want to be part of their, their thing. And now that I'm disgruntled and mad, I know that people are going to be very opinionated about this podcast. Once they heard this middle statement, I just made right there. Once I got wronged, I had to see how others were wrong. And I hate that we have to be in that kind of society like that, but I'm just that type of person. I got wronged. So I went and did more and more research and I see why so many podcasters have left and gone to other places and do not sit on Spotify for podcasters. And with that being said, I will finish up the run of shows that I have on there now. Like I said, a few years ago, cause I said this happened before and, and, and I let the cycle happen again to me. So after I'm done with this cycle, I'll be moving my show over to somewhere else. And I will, you know, go further and further and deeper into investigating this. And like I said, sparrows under review our our show that Stacy and I do together over there has been fine. But I think, um, when I started questioning things and asking more questions about this, this and that, and I even asked them about this whole advertising deal of how can y'all put ads in my show for these random car dealerships and all these other podcasters I listen to, especially like a deeper show, like too much game podcast. I'll, I'll go into detail right there. I listen to that show. I ha- it comes out on a certain date and I listen to it on a certain date. So I did these three shows back or four shows. I'm sorry. Back to back. I was listening to a show called Rodis Lob by Rodis Hunt. I was listening to 12 Cal podcast, Pod and Save My Marriage, and The Common Mystics, all four of those. And in all those shows, I heard ads that were not placed in there by the podcasters. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I understand Spotify is offering a free service, but they're tightening up on the revenue. They're, they're not letting these podcasters make their money through podcasting. Like I said, I've had to turn to the other side, and I've had to go get ads. I've had to go get... My sponsors and things lined up in, in influential things to agree with my podcast to make a better profit because of this little incident. And I know some people are going to be like, well, JR, you're just doing this because you got 
you got hurt or whatever or something happened. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put this out there because I experienced it and I've seen full, um, a full circle of what goes on. So I want to say to anybody, if you're starting to show out, go look at the pros and cons, but if you're paying, if you're not paying for a service, you're getting what you get for a free service. And I'm going to stick to that motto from now on. So on that note, I want to thank everybody that took the time to come over to West Virginia Uncommonplace presents a collection, which this show is going to get retitled and rebranded somewhere. Cause I'm just going to make this a third show and we'll just go in from there. And, um, I want to thank y'all guys. So once again, this is JR from West Virginia Commonplace Presents a Collection, and this episode is called The Business.